Welcome to the JRD Hogcast, your Razorback podcast for fans by fans. Here's your host, Dylan Lee. Join, as always, with his co-host, Jordan Russell, and their producer, Luke Griggs. We are back. Yes, sir, and I'm not in trouble by the producer, so we're good. That's the first time where we just had to just scrape it and restart over. So that's going to go take, deep in the archives. I take full responsibility. Oh, man. If, <laughs> if folks only knew how that first, I guess the first take ever. that we Yeah, had. that was the first first take. Oh, man. So And I wear that crown proudly. Oh, man. Well, yeah. So <laughs> let's get into some football talk yeah, now that yeah. we've started it out with some vagueness. Kentucky. This, Kentucky week. Yeah, coming off a of bye week for both of us. Um, they could run, you know, twelve quarterbacks or twelve people behind center. Apparently, who knows yep. what we got going on? We got they quarterbacks. Don't. We got quarterbacks. We got wide receivers. I think they're gonna run a punter. I'm, I'm just making jokes at this point. Cause, the point is, we don't know who's gonna be a quarterback. Well, we'll just kind of take a step back. Take a step back here. And say this this game is what it is. It's a baseball school versus a basketball school. <laughs> you're you're embracing that? Oh, I, 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 oh, yeah. Well, speaking of archives, go back a few episodes. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we had that discussion is if we're a baseball school and we're a football school. Well, this season's kind of not helping not, your case. Not helping my case at all. So. Uh, I think it's okay for now. We're we're fine. Um. What do you think though this week? What's your what's your heart tell you? Win. Heart. I think I'm there. Heart says win. That's what's that football mind of yours tell you? Close loss. <laughs> Close loss? Yeah. Is it is it a we can't finish thing? Is that is that what it is? Uh I feel like we've shake kind of shook that a little bit. I mean Well, we finished strong. We talk about that, but we you know, we need to finish strong with a W. Right. Uh Real quick, because I didn't really mention it. I do have a burning me up, but we didn't talk that in the pre-show. Do you have something okay. or whatnot? I, I always have something. All right, we'll keep that in the back burner there. See what I did there? Because oh. it's burning you up, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. You got jokes today. Anyway, You're refreshed. You had a day off work. How does that feel? <laughs> anyway, awesome. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Anyway. Hey, let's, uh, real quick. We got to catch up on some stuff. So We got it. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. All right. Mailbag. So Andy, I, our boy. Oh, we we we're gonna jump into it. I was gonna uh kind of give a rundown on this one because uh it needs one. <laughs> I messed up. I'll be honest. You there. did. Uh, it's all on you. Setting up the system that we're using for the voicemail and the calls. Uh, you know, it already is pretty evident. I don't even remember the number, but for whatever reason, I turned off the notifications on it. And they weren't coming through, and they were just being held into the, the cloud of ether, you know? Can I give you a little bit of a an out for the reason? What is it? I think it's the Portland State game. The Portland State game. <laughs> I think that's why notifications got turned off. Yeah, uh, maybe we... No, I mean, San Jose State game, maybe? Yeah, definitely the San Jose State game. Was but, it that one? Well, it, it catches back up, but... We we uh, started getting them back through, and uh, we caught up with our old friend, 
Andy from Memphis. So I'm glad I'm, I'm, I like that he called you out on that. He definitely did because uh, I did change his name, and I do apologize for that. But <laughs> uh, man, he he does seem like he's told us bear with him. He is an entertaining cat in one of them. He is, and it definitely seems to be that. You can join in in this action with Andy. The number is 479-308-8605. Thank you, Producer Luke. So. He's always got your back on that. He's always got my back. Eventually. Well, we, what we could have, though, seriously, is Andy is a trooper. Andy is letting, he, he wears his heart on his sleeve, and it's entertaining as hell, like you said. Mm-hmm. So if we could start reading some of Andy's stuff off, and then maybe get a person or two added into the mix, that would be, we wouldn't even have to talk football anymore. Exactly. So you, you want to kick this off or? Well, so you ignored him for a couple of weeks blatantly. Oh, oh man. And, Jeez. and, uh, <laughs> and so he came, uh, Dylan got this all fixed. And if I remember correctly, you said something like, Oh, my, Oh man, here they are. All of them. They just, <laughs> they rolled in one by one too. Because it's just like when it finally clicked through, it just ding, ding. Yeah, so. I felt like the we, most popular girl at the ball. You always are. So he comes out and says, full disclosure, I was kicked off Hogville a few weeks ago after having a member membership since, uh, or having been a member since 2007 for constant negativity. I don't have anywhere left to vent. I don't know how much more of this I can take. I'd rather they shut the program down. Then continue to have to watch this abomination of a program. Yep. So, uh, let's see. That was the 21st, right? That was the 21st of September at 10.21 p.m. You're staying up too late, Andy. That's why you're always grumpy. (laughs) Well, that was obviously right after the San Jose State game. This is true. And we know what happened. But. I I didn't even know we played San Jose State. Oh, yeah. yeah. We forgot about that game, right? Um, for the whole constant negativity thing, if you are getting kicked off of these boards and forums and, forums stuff, and whatnot, and you do want a place to vent, like I said, 479-308-8605. We uh, here. We here. You leave us messages. You want to hear it across this podcast. We can do that. When we get them, we welcome all of it. We will interact with you. We won't shut you down. It's open. You know. I might. Um... Well, if it if disagree it, wholeheartedly yeah. with some of the things, yeah, I mean that's that's a good uh, that's the beauty of sports and whatnot. You might have to have our producer working a little double time if you're a little wordy dirt, but again, come at us. Yeah, moving absolutely. on with that. This kind of seems to be chronological because we're moving on from that one game. And he says, guys, my 24 has be turned into 72 hours, and I still can't cool down from this one. Been a hog fan for 35 years plus and never felt this bad. San Jose State made us look like a junior high team trying to play varsity. Texas A&M will beat us by at least 35. When does baseball season start? Hashtag baseball school. <laughs> I added that second part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't 100% disagree with anything he said. It's kind of fun to go back. Like, obviously, we don't want to do this. We won't. It won't happen again, but right. it's fun to go back, especially now that we know the outcome of the Texas A&M school or score. Hey, and I stood by that immediately, and I think because he, he says beat us by thirty-five, 
I didn't really. Th- I, part of me was like, hey, we might could turn around and do an Arkansas thing and win this game against A&M, but I knew we weren't going to get beat. Yeah. So with that being said, after our, um, this was I guess a- that would have been the recap, the San Jose State recap. This was, yeah, San Jose recap show. Actually, this so, was the preview show for Texas A&M. Was it the preview? Okay, yeah. so he comes back at us and says, I want, ever, I want whatever crack rocks y'all are smoking because A&M is going to roll us by at least 30 points. So guess what, Andy? You want some of those rocks, hit us up. Yeah, they, they worked. They are cardinal. You know how old Heisenberg had some blue meth? We got some red meth that keeps us going and keeping the hog pride running. Absolutely. Um, Except for no. <laughs> we're, we're excited that we didn't lose by 30. That's, that's where we're at right, now. right Yeah, it's like it still wasn't a win, and, yeah, that still happened. But, see, something happened to Andy. That show talked to him a little bit because in the previous message, he said 35, and then he dropped it to 30. Mm-hmm. We're getting through to old Andy. <laughs> it's happening. Did, are we? Because the next one, and we do need some clarification. We're not quite sure here. But he says, guys, it saddens me to hear so much backpedaling from y'all. Has the BAC contacted y'all and asked for better pub? Um, so anyway. The whole last question. Can someone please tell us what that means? Yeah. So enlighten us on that. Obviously, Andy would definitely be our first one on it. But uh, the only thing I can come up with is blood alcohol content, which, I mean, if he's talking about, he's going after all our kind of vices here. Drugs, alcohol, <laughs> I mean. I don't see anything about strippers after here, so. Uh, That's because it wasn't public till now, Dylan. Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what does BAC stand for? I, I can't yeah. rag it. And I feel like it's going to be something that just hits us in the face and we're just overlooking this. But uh, then it kind of goes full full tilt, and this would be after the A&M game. And yep. this is where we last heard Andy. Last we heard from Andy. Better coaching Andy. wins these games. The talent is there. The leadership is not. Uh, so my question is, is he, at, is he, he's, I guess, are you, Andy, answer this for me, buddy. Are you on the fire coach Morris train right now? He definitely, is that where you're at? He, uh, it definitely seems like he's kind of Because if you way. are, what crack rocks are you smoking? <laughs> so, so, I mean, he's, he's definitely said a few times, uh, that he's heard more speak at some uh, events before he was even the Arkansas coach or even before he was thought of, and uh, he hasn't ever liked the hire, and we can definitely allow him to elaborate more on that, but that's just what we've already gotten in terms of messaging and whatnot. I encourage an Andy phone call. We can definitely try to coordinate We can make that happen. We can make that happen. Uh, I don't agree at all that uh, there's no leadership. I think we've talked about it a lot with the culture change. Uh, you can see it at the end of games. We don't quit. And we did on the previous regime by halftime sometimes, literally. Yeah, and this this was just a few, honestly. Uh, now that I'm reading through them, there's some that we maybe skipped over uh, that maybe to save him a little face. But I don't think he <laughs> sheds away from anything. But he, he is an interesting cat, and I'm um, – I'm glad that he, you know, gets into the show and texts. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for interacting. Keep it going. Uh, again, on the leadership, don't agree with that whatsoever. Um, I think you. I think we could probably nitpick the better coaching idea of it with um, 
you know, I, Chavis, you know, we were kind of hard on him, potentially Craddock, but that could be a Morris thing. We don't really know there. Um, but overall, better coaching. I don't agree with that. I think there's plenty of leadership. Um, let's see if let's see if uh, we can get us a win this weekend and see if Andy changes his tune a little bit. Yeah. I feel like the uh, backpedaling was probably coming right at me in terms of because I did say I was done with the staff. I mean, I was pretty straightforward with that, but I was done with the current setup. And honestly, they still haven't really made adjustments in terms of things that I thought would happen. Right. You, know, you, you can move the defensive coordinator up and bring a uh, they bring down the linebacker coach or something. Press like box sideline. Who and, gives and, a? Yeah, exactly. So I I don't really understand. That whole move, it just kind of seems like window dressing, and we'll see. That's all. That's all we can really do right now. We're we're we gotta see how this season plays out, and I think another season. I think next. Uh, we're not gonna go there, but <laughs> yeah, let's talk uh, about this Kentucky game. Yeah, let's talk about. It. You have some uh, Kentucky stats, Arkansas Kentucky stats in there for us. Yeah, just some blurbs. Uh, last time we played Kentucky at Kentucky was 2008, and that was a loss, and they actually scored two touchdowns in the last four minutes and 15. Who was the quarterback then? Uh, Casey Dick. There it is. Former guest of the show and current head coach of the Fayetteville Bulldogs. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, the last time we played them, period, was a different uh, outcome, and that was a home game, 2012, and that was a win, 49-7. to uh, our Jordan Russell was there, and uh, that game got called short because of weather, correct? It was rough. Well, we'll yeah. just say weather, but it was the uh, <laughs> kicking that was happening on the field. <laughs> so. That was uh, the tears of the Kentucky fans is what that was. And Jonathan Williams went off that game. Oh, it was it, overall, all around. Jonathan Williams was having a heck of a game. Tyler Wilson was doing Tyler Wilson things, especially because uh, – how that year was going. We mm, all know what that happened. Was not a good year. We all know what happened that April. And, I mean, <laughs> this will <laughs> we, probably... We have been told what happened that April yeah, anyway. <laughs> th- this will probably give a lot of folks, now that we're looking into the Kentucky game, maybe I shouldn't put this stat in because right now the ammunition against Chad Morris is that he hasn't won an SEC game and we're looking at a John L. Smith win right here. Well, you know... Nobody, including myself, put those dots together, so thank you for that. <laughs> and uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the show. We'll, yeah. uh, see. we'll see you when we see you, right? now. Yeah. <laughs> but Kentucky is 4-3 and three all time. Four wins, three losses all time versus Arkansas, which I thought we would have matched up a little more than that. But I guess that's pretty much since 92, right? I guess so. Yeah, was that the was that's that the merger? How, that's how it loops around, and then both of these teams are coming off of bye weeks. And uh, Stoops, the head coach for Kentucky, is uh, he's got three wins and five losses off of bye weeks. And I know you put that in there just for stats, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of giving little stats. But I don't like those kind of stats. You don't? I mean, you no. Know, it it more so matters who you're playing rather than just the fact that you had a bye week, right? So, you know, his record would go four and five after this week if he beats us. I think it's kind of impressive. I mean, 
just kind of looking at the schedule and the fact that we play four teams off of bye weeks. Like, That's terrible for us. So, you know, we played San Jose State off of a bye week, we were playing Kentucky off of a bye week, and we were playing Auburn off of a bye week, and I don't see the other one. So maybe just three. Let me backtrack three, but we're playing two teams in a row off of bye weeks. Right. And you got one here that says we're three and nine versus SEC East opponents since 2013 with five straight losses. That, too, in itself is not a good stat because we have not been worth a nope. <laughs> since 2011. I mean, we thought we had something going there for a little bit. Producer here says, thanks, Bert. That is a true statement there. But uh, When do you think uh, the last, well, I mean, I guess it kind of tells you, but the, the last win we had against a East opponent was a pretty big upset. The last win we had against an East opponent? Oh, uh, you So you have... It was ten years. So I'm gonna say maybe Georgia. No, well, no, it's not not ten years. So here's the thing about this particular stat. Keep in mind, it was road. Uh, no, that wasn't. That's East in general. But we also play Missouri every year now. So there's the mm. caveat there. We've been getting our butt stomped by them. But the last time we beat an <laughs> East uh, East opponent was Florida in 2016, and they were number eleven then. I remember that actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh that was a year we actually thought we might have something here. Yeah, was that the borderline erotic or was that the probably. year after something like that? That was probably that. We don't you bring that up every damn show. I so. I'm sorry, but jeez. Maybe it's not every show, maybe it's just every day I talk to you you bring that up. At least Chad Morris doesn't give us those kind of sound bites. Like in retrospect, those kind of sound bites are so embarrassing. Like Smile, borderline. He had jump on the wife, jump on the plane. All you know, smile was obviously John L. Smith. But I'm right. saying, like, just shut up and dribble. I don't know. Play play football. <laughs> <He's> burning you <laughs> up. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> Luke. Luke is cut making, off. Luke is making this stuff. And then the last stat uh, I got, but we'll save that for the pickums. So you got some pretty decent pickums this week, actually. Yeah, well, uh, well, we'll do that a little later. But I know I'm just—I was just saying, like I'm, I'm looking at them right now. Again, you were off; I was not, so I'm just now getting to see this, and I still am not 100 percent sure which way I'm going. Ooh, I like it. I, yeah, I haven't really, you know, tied mine down or ironed mine out. But what do you think of this whole Randall Cobb 2.0 that we might be looking at? Because they're talking about it. We'll definitely the two quarterbacks versus Kentucky. Just in general, what concerns me is the uh, Randall Cobb aspect of the scrambling. Right. I don't I don't think even if they were they had all their quarterbacks, if they had their starter, I think they would still rock this skate that's coming in. Because, you think so? Because we've definitely shown vulnerabilities if you can get to the edge against us in terms of angles. You mean when you get to the edge well, against when, us? When you get to the <laughs> edge, because it's not a matter of uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what we were talking about the other day. Uh, we are in limbo with kind of the analysis of this football team right now. There's been improvements here and there. Um, kind of the Randall. Anyway, to answer your question, that can be scary, but I think actually we want to make him throw. So, don't you think maybe kind of a containment type thing? You know, kind of keep him in the pocket and don't let him run for both guys. You know. So, you got to get after the actual quarterback. 
that's going to be supposedly starting. Uh, Walker, I believe is the name. I don't really care. Again, it's no. an opponent, so that's how I do things. If you guys right. want to correct me, I don't care. Um, so you got to get after him because get some hits on him early and quick. Get him some happy feet because he is banged up. I'm not saying injure mm. him, but remind him why and make sure he remembers all the things that are aching and hurting right now. <laughs> you're right, yeah. So, cause, uh, Real every, football. Everything hurts when you're losing. So, Absolutely. A little bit more. So. We know this. Um, see, I kind of disagree with you, though. I think kind of just um, keep them in front of you and maybe see what the secondary can actually do because the secondary isn't doing wonderful, but it's also – well, yeah, if you're if you're looking at this wide receiver package, the Wildcat or whatever they bring in yeah. with this other guy, but but it, like you said though, it sounds like this other guy is fixing to be seeing, seeing the field uh, at least split, right? Oh yeah, I mean they they definitely seem like he's coming along and that he can provide something. But I've I've never been a fan of the two quarterback or Wildcat since Darren McFadden. In terms of it's kind of just played out, figured out, and for the most part, should be contained pretty easily. Um, right. And it just seems like one of the schools that brought it back or brought it forward with Arkansas, you know, with Darren McFadden, just quit doing it. So we saw it earlier in the year. We haven't seen it since. So thankfully Probably that. a good thing. <laughs> and uh, in case you were wondering on the Cole Kelly update, he's still doing that at Southeastern Louisiana. So We were talking about that yesterday. He. Still got that steamboat package Still doing there. That, that steamboat. I need fourth and yards. Fourth and yards. Hey, let me ask you something. Oh man, I'm sorry. It's kind of a Twitter thing. I can hit a button. I mean, no, it's not. No, no, it's not a dirt because it's all dirt right now. But uh, yeah, it's so much. The Hicks. No, oh, Ben Hicks. I was. That was my burning me, burning you up. So. Burning you up. All right, so here it is. Uh, he's going to touch on it, and we're already leaning that way, so it's going to happen. I had to hit the button. Uh, well, you go then. I'm, I'm here for entertainment. <laughs> local radio guy that's on the AM drive, we completely understand you. You're going to come out and say some crap that Chad Morris loves QB controversy. Hicks is obviously your starter. You're, you you get the privilege of having the press credentials. You get the privilege of being inside the room, which for the most part you have your lackeys go and download and do the audio and do all that stuff, and you just say dumb shit over a microphone. So, which I do. I don't care. <laughs> so. Nope, no, not everybody's forced to listen to you, bro. Yeah, exactly. And then you come on and you say some stuff like that, and then you send out the tweet. Honestly, I don't listen to your show. So I don't know the context or anything of that nature. Anymore. But the, but the tweet, yeah. The tweet was definitely to grab some attention, and you did a good job at that. But uh, just some people were calling you like Colin Coward, or Stephen A. Smith. They called him Stephen A. Smith of uh, Northwest Arkansas. And I just don't get how you can sit there and say something like that when all through the week press conferences from Chad Morris to Joe Craddock, it's talking about Nick Starkle. Uh, my take on this is... Um, Were we on the same page, first of all, before I hit that button? Ish. <laughs> ish. <laughs> okay. Fair I, I honestly had forgotten about that until just now, that particular thing you're talking about. But my take on that is calm down since, because that was, what, two days ago? Yeah, something like that. And uh, our days are running together pretty heavy right now. But um, if you're saying that to just get 
your likes and retweets, which by far was the most you've had in a long time. That's just poor journalisming on your part. Cause you're, because you're, you're take, you've taken that approach. You're the professional. You are the media. That's not us. We've been for fans, by fans, self-funded, all that stuff. We go against the grain a little bit, and we have a what we think is a different show. Right. It's we've been told it's it's a different feel and uh, the vibe that we're going for. But let me let me finish my take here. That's that's very bad journalism on your part, and. You don't, if you're going to say something like that, you at least have to follow it up with ha ha or something, right? So now you have that aspect where it's, it's a lie, right? Facts and sources. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're teetering on two things that just aren't professional. And I think it's in bad taste. Um, personally, I don't, I'm not speaking for you, but personally, I'm not taking a shot at a media credential guy because he is a media credential guy taking a shot at him because his show's been going downhill for quite a while now. No one's taking him serious anymore, and that just, for me, I've not listened to him in quite a while, but I'm done for sure now, because you put that shit out there where thousands of people follow you, probably because you give away tickets, and that's just, you're not doing that behind the scenes like we are. So, terrible on your part. Right. Yeah, we, uh, I, yeah, it's tough. That that show, in general, has been, and I, I thought... We were some of the few people that felt like this, but I think that kind of just brought him up. With well, those that comments tweet. that he was trying to get, he said everything. Yeah. Like there were people that lost interest. You can say after that, Luke. We're not saying that, but I mean, it was not. It was not good. Um, and like you said, he said uh, Chad Moore said after the game. Starkle's a quarterback, mm-hmm. and he's been saying for the past two weeks, Starkle's a quarterback. At no point has he said, I'm starting Ben Hicks. Yeah. And the Hicks conversation has been that he did his role. like, And he did. Why can't you have a backup like that that did a good job, came in, did what a backup's supposed to do? A backup shouldn't lose you a game, right? right? And Hicks came out and played like a man that wanted his job back, but he's not going to get it. But why can't we be happy with a backup that did that? Why does it have to be a QB controversy? Exactly. Everybody's bitching because we had two QBs for three games, and now a few, not many, luckily, but a few are like, put Ben Hicks back in. What do you want? He, he you came, want consistency or not? He came in, looked good against Texas A&M. It was a different look for him. We opened up the play. Uh, we were able to open the play calling up a little bit, get a little more, I don't know, a little more read option stuff with it, RPO stuff. But right. Starkle's still the guy that needs to be throwing it, and you should feel better about the team with Hicks showing, but not as a starter. Like we're saying right. here, that backup role is a good role for him right now. And I fully think if he stays the course, goes and tries to do some workouts with some pro teams, he can get that kind of role, call up Brandon Allen, and see what he's got to do. Now, I'm right. not saying he's Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen's a lot better. But Mucho better. Mucho better. He's the boat. I didn't know that was your burning you up. Yeah. Well, it did. It, it hit you. It hit me when we actually hit the intro, and you said something along the lines, and I was like, oh, yeah, this guy said some dumb crap on Twitter. Yep, <laughs> there we go. That's what burning <laughs> me up. Like, oh, there it is. So. Uh, just to throw mine in there, I'm just going to say NBA. <laughs> just Okay, cool. Sick of that shit, but that's that's where I'm at with that. 
Yeah, that's the that's the. If you don't know, what I'm talking about just Google NBA, and I'm sure some stuff will pop up. Uh, that's the daily just grumpy old man. Or Dude, I mean, you remember that time when basketball was a good sport? Yeah, it's called college. Yeah, well, it's called, hmm. it's called March. It's really on all the sports, but hey, that might change too. So, what's on all the sports? All college sports. Oh, right. Yeah, like I will yep, take yeah. I I will take the college equivalent over the pro. Any I'm a Cowboys fan, dude. I I say that like I get I get hot. You're you're a Cowboys it. fan, you say? I haven't heard. <laughs> and how was you know, that last game? What? 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 What's happening now that you're playing some decent opponents? The refs are screwing us like every Cowboys yeah, team there is. They're throwing the ball. What are you talking about? You talking about Dak? You can talk shit about Dak. You know I don't give a <laughs> damn about Dak. Come on now. Hit me uh, where it hurts. All right, so there's the NFL talk. How about Elliot getting his money and being a fat lard now? We can talk about that if you want to. Well, that that bothers me. But anyway, point being, <laughs> point being that, um, anyway, whatever, I don't care anymore. Wait, you wait. got me rattled. So, you know, in Luke's little feed here that goes on and on, he mentioned when, uh, when it was good, 94, talking about the basketball team. Let's kind of touch on this red-white. I know we're in the middle of football and everything, but this red-white game that took place at Barnhill, people acting mm-hmm. like we uh, didn't want to talk about it or whatnot, but it's just a red-white game. <laughs> I thought it was kind of interesting that individuals didn't, you know, there was people upset that the paint looked weird on the court. On the volleyball court, yeah. That's on, the, on the volleyball court that we were temporarily using as a basketball Let's court. get basketball back in Barnhill Arena. They can't even shut it up right for Barnhill Arena. <laughs> they could go all the way to the end. Yeah, but that'd be one it's volleyball court. That'd be <laughs> one big ass volleyball court. <laughs> like what? Oh I man, I love it. I don't want to talk about that either because it, hey, it's cool though, man. Uh, the pitchers. It's cool to have basketball in Barnhill. I guess again, we're young ones. We'll we'll say that. I didn't. The only memory I have of Barnhill is some gymnastics and uh, graduation. Yeah, graduation, yeah, graduated in the building. And again, we are impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Barnhill is cool to me because it means a lot to the university. That's yep. that's where I'm at with that. And well, that could open up another can of worms, if we, but that's there's another place that's important to the history of the university too. Yeah. Yeah. You can go go about three hours south. Mm. Touche. Yeah. War Touché. Memorial. Yeah. That um Barnhill means a lot to me because it's in the vicinity of the <laughs> college campus and it's important to the history of the university. Okay, well yeah, we're we've gotten this whole uh what was our what were we called? Northern snobs. Yeah. yeah. Northern northern snobs anyways. <laughs> Luke Luke's not happy about that. Um Here's, the, here's the deal. Obviously, I'll be honest with you. I was Memorial. born and raised five hours south of Little Rock. Okay, so it ain't a northern snob thing. Oh, I full, it's a geography thing. I fully am. <laughs> I yeah, was born and raised in Silent Springs, so War Memorial has its place in history. But right now, it has no place. Give that. Hey, yeah. Give that philosophy. Give that to. The Trojans, have them start the football team that they've talked about for years. 
have them have a football team. So then we can continuously have the argument that the Razorbacks should play the Trojans or they should play the Red Wolves, and that'll maybe happen. We'll probably we will probably play the Trojans in football before we play the Red Wolves in football, if that exists. <laughs> yeah. What the Trojans? Well, they do, but not in football. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. the, the football side of it. That, that's why. Yeah, boom. So anyway, Kentucky. Boy, we are just we're all over the place. It's yeah, it's stuff and things. If if we had a if we had a more exciting football team, it'd probably. Wow. Here's the we, deal. Here's the deal. We're trying to keep from saying the same thing over and over, uh, week in and week out. But unfortunately, that's where we're at with this team. That, that's we're what in, I was saying. Yeah, it's, we're in a holding pattern until the improvement is there, which I think it is. It's just a matter it's, it's, of time. It's making its incremental, you know, leaps forward. It's not going at a uh, full tilt boogie pace, if you will, but... It's going to be a while till we can actually you, get it in the left lane. It's like a circle. It's that like, boy, Luke. Yeah. Um, if you, honestly, and the, you can't, this is a Kennyism, like son of a biscuit. Inside but, joke. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> If um if you take out the San Jose State game, <laughs> it's um things have been kind of getting better. That was not I know you can't take out San God, how does he do that without even flinching? Like, cool, yeah, if you take away the points on the other team, we won. Yeah. But I, you know I, what I'm saying. I hate that if, and I have an acronym for that. So go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> no. Well, now you're looking at me funny. But you get what I'm saying. If that game didn't happen the way it did, we would be sitting here like, hey, you know, we're getting better. Instead, we got Andy's out there talking about firing Coach Moore. Well, I think I think that Andy's and all those folks would still be in the same boat together, especially after the Portland State game. Well, I mean, you're not going to make everyone happy, even if this team was undefeated. Like That can, is a good point. We can go back to our friend Kenny which I know we're trying to stick away, stay away from this, but Kenny is also an individual that is um, not happy with Jalen Hurts because he doesn't take enough risk. He's sitting there lighting it up on terms of stats and everything. Well on his way to the Heisman. Well on his way to the Heisman. There's only a running back in his way, really, I think. But, I mean, even running. at that, last time I saw the rankings, running back was four. But, anyway, they're undefeated, and they are looking really good. Like a really good team. They have a... I would argue better than the last two years' teams. Yes. As far as OU's concerned. Yes. Uh, and he still ain't happy. Right. And that's a very... Kenny's a o- Oklahoma born and bred fella who's a fan of the Patriots. That's all you need to know. About exactly. <laughs> so, I think he's actually a... Um, San Francisco Giants fan too for baseball. Yeah, it it don't matter. His his fandom is a circle. It is literally around the map, <laughs> big ass circle. Hey, well, let's let's get to your pickums, buddy. I'm anxious to see what you got here. All right, let's lead on. I gotta get them all the way down there, huh? All right. Well, nice segue that I didn't mean to do. Let's go right into the <laughs> uh, the river rivalry. The Weaver Red River Rivalry. I don't give a crap. Red River, Green River, who gives a shit? That's two drops out there. We are <laughs> we are Adam Sandler fans. Um OU is apparently the away team for this. Do they alternate like the Southwestern Classic? I have no idea. I no, let's be honest, it's Texas home game. Um 
It is. So OU is a ten and a half point favorite, and I am going to take OU. See, I did it first there. So there you go. You did. You did. You're wearing. Uh, full disclosure, he is wearing orange. Who? Is that not orange? This is salmon. Oh, whatever you got to tell yourself. That, it that, is. That is closer to pink than it is orange. Shut the hell up. Well, you're a grown man, and you just said salmon. Because <laughs> so. I've been told this color is salmon. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Salmon. Salmon. I don't know what to do here, dude. Salmon? I don't. I do salmon. You're taking, see, this is what's irritating about you. You didn't even think about this because you never picked Texas. <laughs> it makes it easy. Uh, it does make it easy, but I'm sitting here thinking, eh, you know, Texas. They play, uh, well, they've got a wide receiver coming back. and they, you know, Oklahoma they is a 10.5 point rivalry. favorite. It's a rivalry. I'm taking the freaking Shorthorns. All right, so that is it for the JRD. That's two fake endings for you. I'm sorry, I shouldn't do that to you. Yeah, that's but rough. I can't believe it, man. I actually I saw it coming from a mile away. As soon as I said OU and saw your eyes, I was like, yeah, he's going Texas here. But I think it's a Texas loss still, though. Well, yeah. You're, you're saying they're covered. Like we obviously saying... don't pick win loss, but we're going spread here. But your heart's telling you that they're gonna still lose, right? They're yeah, absolutely. Okay. That makes it a little less hurtful. I've rooted for Texas twice in my life. Once against USC and once after a thing. Yep. Cool. What? All right. Uh, <laughs> moving on. We got to have some Big Ten in here, apparently. This is a good one. This is a good game. Yeah. Yeah. I like this one simply because uh, it's pretty much a pick em. So, right. Penn State versus Iowa at Iowa. That's why I like this game. And Penn State is a three-point favorite. That's right. I will take Iowa. Ooh, gonna get it done there. Well, Penn State. I know Frank. I, I know Franklin's uh pretty much good for a letdown, and this is probably. Oh, well, that's at the end of the year when it matters. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the thing. I was like, he's still got a few more games to screw yeah. up. Yeah. So I like it because it's at Iowa, and they've got they've got an environment there. Low they key, do, and they, Penn State, uh, we I know as much as I do about Penn State, mainly because of the Barkley air and, you know, mm-hmm. Franklin got over there and they were relevant, you know, making a lot of primetime games. Penn State doesn't travel well. So, and it, like you said, I always got a good environment. I'm going with Iowa. There's a little bit of not just picking a game here, a little bit of. They're going to win one for the kids. I think Win one for the kids. I think the wave is, like, I mean, in terms of stuff that's being brought on new, because I mean that's only a few years old, that's that's definitely top notch right there. Uh, Absolutely, stuff that's already been kind of rooted. It's hard to beat out those stuff that's been around for years. But uh, we have the privilege of being around, you know, the first year that they started doing the wave and that right. it, it catching the momentum. So that's awesome to see. But moving on to the next one, we're back in the SEC. We've got number seven Florida versus number five LSU. At LSU, at LSU, at night, at night, Death in Valley. Death Valley, LSU, thirteen and a half point favorite. You can't, you can't. I mean, big game like this, the only team that's going to beat them is Arkansas. So, and it's not Arkansas playing them. Got to be LSU. Agree with everything except for all that. <laughs> except for all that art. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't say win. Okay. LSU's thirteen and a half. I don't remember if you said that, but um, t- I think Florida gets uh, humbled this weekend. Yeah, they need to. They need to. Uh, yeah, LSU wins, and they mm. cover 13 and a half. That's a weird one, though. 
I'd, who scored? I, well, I mean, I mean, I still think uh, like a Burrow is something, dude. I think you can, you know, have a thirteen point win and still be dominant. But without, and that's that's old LSU that I'm kind of thinking. This offense that they got now, like they they can put their foot down on you. Yeah, absolutely. When they're, when they're feeling it, Burrow is definitely. Uh, I don't know where he's at. He's got to be in the rankings, right? Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. he's he's up there. Okay. Uh, Burrow's the quarterback that LSU's needed for the past decade, and probably would have won another, no, one A championship because mm-hmm. they haven't won one. What was it oh seven or something? So, yeah, LSU's the scariest LSU's been in a long time. Yep. So, I'm thankful that the old when every trophy thing was already busted, so we don't have to worry about that game now. <laughs> You're uh, thankful that we lost. Okay, duly noted. Hey. Uh-uh. Oh, uh, nope, you said it. Words yeah, came out of your mouth. Well, that's because I want to be right. But if I'm right, that also means Arkansas is always winning. So In the notes. That a boy, Luke. <laughs> oh, man. He's going to put that on the show notes, and people are going to read it and be like, Dylan's thankful Dylan Arkansas says losing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yep. we're going clickbait. The one where Dylan, <laughs> yeah. We'll combine it with friends. The show title is going to be the one where Dylan says he's thankful that LSU or Arkansas loses. Anyway, I've said that multiple times because we have gone every which way this, this show. It's, I feel like it's been a good one. I'm uh, cool with it. So, going into the okay. Arkansas, <laughs> going into the Arkansas game here, Arkansas versus Kentucky, that lovely prime time matchup on the SEC Network. All Six, eyes on the SEC Network. Yeah, 6.30 kick. Allow you to watch 30 minutes before that Florida LSU game. <laughs> Arkansas <laughs> yeah, visiting Kentucky. Good. And they're a seven-point dog. Kentucky the seven-point favorite, which I always say seven points is your home field advantage. Yep. And I uh, will be feeling pretty good at this point, about 6.30 that afternoon. Oh, yeah? Well, oh, did yeah. I did I forget to tell you we're doing a live remote on that night? That would be entertaining. <laughs> I'm going to be at my dad's, and me and my dad drink cold beer during an Arkansas game. That's that's good content right there. Ooh, man, Larry yelling in the background. Ooh. <laughs> Absolutely. I want to make this happen. I was being sarcastic before, but <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't think we have the technology quite yet. But. We ain't throwing up no dog turds. Nope. So I'm taking... Arkansas. Arkansas. Well, uh, we mentioned it when we were doing our stat rundown that I had one more. In the last 10 years, the Hogs are at 16 wins, 17 losses, and one push against the spread, as road dogs in this case. And one of those 16, it was actually 15 wins, or 15 against the spread uh, the season before, but we did that against Mississippi Ole Miss earlier this year. So it's up to 16. It's going to be 17. That a boy, because easy peasy, easy peasy. Are you saying I'm, I'm saying W? I'm not saying three point loss or nothing crazy. I'm saying W. I'm saying we cover. All right. Well, I've I've been disappointed enough with you already tonight. So, <laughs> what we, being my mom. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, what we uh, mentioned last week was we were doing too much. Uh, I was doing too much of picking the same. I don't. I wasn't doing that on purpose, but that's just how we are as friends right. and as, I think, sports minds here. Right. So we have put the caveat in that we will pick a top 25 game outside the ones that we normally pick. And uh, you want to lead off? I took Florida State at number two Clemson. 
Clemson is a 27-point favorite. And we said a week ago, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, Clemson's going to have a Clemson game because they're due one. Oh, um, oh, Trevor down there, up there, South Carolina, isn't looking like he was last year. Florida State-Clemson's a little bit of a rivalry. Okay. 27 is a lot of points. I'm taking Florida State. Yeah, one thing to think about that game, too, is uh, not a whole lot of love for Willie Taggart in that program right now. Uh, Florida, whatever. Florida yeah. State just. Uh, but he's he's essentially coaching for his job every game now. Yeah, because it's Florida State and they're cocky and think that they deserve to be Alabama, I guess. I don't know. Well, speaking of Alabama, I see what you did there. Oh, uh, are you not picking? I am picking. Oh, this one? Do I got to pick this one? Oh, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Uh, You said Florida State, I say Clemson. All right. And my I'm a unintentional segue. Yeah, my unintentional segue. Mine is number one Alabama at Texas A and M. Alabama is a seventeen point favorite. What you got? Texas A and M finally falls out of the rankings. Finally. Mm, that sounds so good. Yeah, and they lose by twenty eight. Oh, twenty eight. Dang, that's a lot. But yeah, sure. They've got to make, like, Alabama has already tried to make statements, but they just kind of get pushed away because it's like, oh, it's Bama. But they put four scores on Texas A&M, and maybe people finally realize, like, Bama's still Bama. Like, right. You can sit there and say all you want about playing all the freshmen and everything like that. That just makes it more impressive. Exactly. And I think that Bama's kind of out bama themselves. As far as that goes, and now it's more exciting to see who's going to be number four, three, and two. Mm-hmm. And Bama's just up there like, all right, I'm going to head out. So I'm going to do this because it's at A&M, and A&M does have a really good deal going down there at, at their stadium. So Bama wins, A&M covers the 17. It would be fun to have the opportunity to go watch a Texas A&M game. That's what our board Jordan was talking about. Yeah, Jordan Wright with the Wrights Barbecue. Um, But, you know, we play them at Arlington. So, But I don't want to get rid of that game anyway. But No, I think we could make that Southwest Classic a Texas game. Like have Shorthorns? Yeah. And then do a home-and-home with Texas A&M? Yeah. Get rid of one of them sorry FBS schools that we bring in here every year. This this sounds like the old NCAA when I'm making schedules. It's like, okay, cool. You know, Arkansas comes in unranked, so I got to load up my schedule with some ranked people and be like, oh, well, I'm leading off with Texas because I'm going to kick their crap at, you know, I'm going yeah, <laughs> to yeah. kick their ass every year virtually. So That's a good idea. Can we get that shot up the pole here? What's that? Why not make the Southwest Classic Texas? It should be. It's, Can you imagine it, the recruiting with that? Oh, it'd be ridiculous. All the Texas haters, like, I get to play them every year, and I get to be in the SEC. Yeah. And all the Arkansas haters, well, whatever, piss on them. But that'd be a good one. What are going to call those? What are we going to call those? Those cold, hard locks? I don't know. I ain't got no fancy (laughs) little name for it. Jeez. Not everything's got to have a snazzy little name behind it. We only got so many buttons. We got, like, 47 of them. We're good, man. Oh, okay. Trying to make me work. That's exactly what I'm doing. Fair enough. Over there in your comfy little headset that you got. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I can move my head around. Texas wouldn't play us every year. Hell no. They're scared. LSU doesn't want to play us every year. 
Like LSU doesn't want to play no. us every year. Well, LSU thinks that they're just too too good to play us right now. Right. Holy shit, Luke, you're right. <laughs> oh, I wish some. What we should do when we're doing this is live stream Luke's feed over here. Why? That would be funny. Why would we want to introduce that to the world? Because they need to. They need to see this. <laughs> That's look how many times Jordan's name is mentioned on the rough cuts. Andy, do I cuss too much? Oh my gosh, I hadn't scrolled down yet. <laughs> hey, but I got yeah. a few in there, which is uncharacteristic. But you have a big one in there. Yeah, well, that one needs to stay. <laughs> that one needs to stay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, pick and choose. If uh, I get cut, we all get cut. Oh man. Oh, I didn't scroll down to page eight. <laughs> There's Sorry, a page Luke. eight. Yeah. Oh man. I was like, I know I said shit after that. Well, there's another one. I'm just messing with him at this point. <laughs> oh, man. For JRD Hawkcast, I'm Dylan Lee. I'm Jordan Russell. Shout out to the Rough Cut Master, producer Luke. <laughs> you can hit us up at 479-308-8605 at JRD Hawkcast, jrdhawkcast.com. Until next time, Woo Pig Suey. Cheering like a schoolgirl.